So we're going to talk about her why, her journey, her driving factor, and how she's helping support other women. We are two women, both cancer thrivers in the battle of and for our lives. Initially meeting because we were bald, we started sharing our stories and cheering on each other's journey. This is a safe space in hopes to help others in their own journey to learn and know they aren't alone in the experiences. All right, my wonderful friends, welcome to our episode this week. We have Jennifer Schmidt joining us with Serenity Blankets. So welcome, Jennifer. So glad to have you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's such a a pleasure. Oh, such a pleasure to have you (laughs) and see your smiling face. Jennifer reached out to me on Instagram initially. So then I reached back out to her and I was like, tell me your story. So Jennifer... She is with the Serenity Blanket Company that she has started. This girl has a gift. Check out the beautiful pictures that she has designed that are printed on these luscious blankets. And I have had the opportunity to have a Serenity Blanket. And oh my gosh, they are divine by all nature. Does it sound like a commercial? Because it is 100% pushing this product because it is so fabulous. So Jennifer, thank you for joining us, but also tell us about you. Yeah, so the Serenity Blanket is something that I honestly just started probably at the beginning of the summer, although it's an idea and a dream that I've had for over the last 10 years. For me, I have always had an anxiety disorder from the time I was just a little girl. Although people didn't know what that was at that time, or like, that's truly what I was experiencing. And so, you know, my parents did the best they could, but I never really got the support and the help that I needed. And to be honest with you, I always felt the anxiety. So I didn't know that that wasn't normal. So fast forward to when I was in my mid 20s, I was in a very stressful corporate job, high demand, um, working a lot of hours as a designer. And I crashed to my ultimate bottom. I had so much bad anxiety that I had a ton of health issues that were creeping up that didn't make any sense to me, didn't make any sense to doctors. Like one time I had hives for three months straight and nobody could make them go away. I just a lot of scary things because when you are experiencing something that is really difficult and a doctor can't even figure out what's going on, um, it doesn't really put you in a good, in a good spot. Because the anxiety was left untreated and I was in a very high stress job, I ended up in a really deep depression. And I remember one night being in my apartment all by myself, and the only thing that made me feel better or that someone was with me was to wrap myself in a blanket. And that's how the idea of the Serenity Blankets came around. And the whole mission for me is to help other women going through difficult times when they don't have any hope and they need some encouragement because I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're alone going through hard times. I want them to feel that they're supported, that they're seen and they're heard because so many times there are things that happen in life where people just don't get what you're going through. There's no way for them to understand because it's your personal journey. And so if there's one thing that I can do, if it's just helping someone else in a really 
hard situation, feel seen and heard and loved and know that, you know, even though you're in this really difficult moment, it doesn't mean that you won't ever feel good again, but it's just about the journey and the process. And so that's a long-winded version of how the Serenity Blankets got started. Now, you say designer because I'm a designer, but I'm an interior designer. Okay. You are a graphic designer. Yes, I am a graphic designer. So I've worked in ad agencies. I've worked for big corporations. I've worked for publishing. In the job where I was working a lot of hours, I was designing t-shirt graphics for girls apparel. Um, But currently, I'm a graphic designer for a music publication company, and it's a great job. It's a great company to work for. So that's what I do full time. And the blankets is what I'm doing, um, kind of starting off on the side right now. That is really neat. Really, really neat. You told me when we had talked previously about how you had written things in your journal. Yeah. So that way, when you go back and read it, you're able to bring those feelings back up. Yeah, absolutely. Those emotions rise pretty quickly to Mm -hmm. the surface. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle your day to day as knowing how those deep, deep down depressions feel, but I still need to navigate life. I still have to live life because you obviously you work full time. Mm -hmm. What else do you do? Tell me about (laughs) Jennifer too. Well, there is some more backstory that I did end up finding uh, like this fairy godmother of uh, a counselor who helped give me skills and coping mechanisms. And I also was able to start an anti-anxiety and depression medication, which literally turned my world upside down in a good way. I never knew that I could feel the way that I feel now. Like I feel like I didn't understand what I was feeling wasn't normal. I can handle life so much better. Yes, are there ups and downs? Of course. But instead of feeling like the world is dropping out from underneath me, I am much more stable and I have learned so much about who I am in my body and the things that I need to do to control the anxiety and the depression. So journaling back in the day was one way that I worked through some of the emotions and the things that I was feeling and mentioning, you know, like looking back, back at those things that can definitely bring up those old emotions and trigger some old feelings. Um, but day to day, I have learned what I need. Um, like I need to keep my schedule pretty. I need to surround myself with people who are loving. I need to make sure that my schedule isn't overloaded. I need to make sure I have downtime I need to make sure that I'm taking my anxiety medication. And there's all different things that contribute to me living my best life now. That's fantastic. What type of coping mechanisms do you do? What type (laughs) of coping mechanisms did the counselor teach you to do? Well, a lot of it had to, well, a lot of it came down to just relearning how to do life. Like I didn't, like I said, my parents did that the, the best that they could, but I really needed someone to work through and talk through going how to navigate new situations, you know, being prepared before you start something new, like talk about the things that you're going to be doing that are new and kind of go through the scenarios of what it might look like so that when you when you're there, it might not be as scary. And still journaling to this day is a mechanism that I can use to kind of go through emotions that I feel or unload at the end of the day. Also, just planning my life in a simple way, things that I know that will work for me, 
making sure that I do walks or meditate or, you know, um, self-care when I can do it. And also designing a life, like, like I said, in a simple way where the job that I have now is, is such a great fit for me. The people that I work with are amazing. The work that I do is fantastic. And so it feels like a actually like a work family to me. It's not stressful. I mean, every job, you know, has, has things and times where they can be like deadline driven and stuff, but out of all the jobs that I've had, this one is a really good fit for me. So making sure that I'm designing a life that, that works for me, that's, that makes me feel comfortable at the end of the day. That's awesome. And I piggyback on that just because I know going through separate journeys, you know, her journey isn't the same as mine, as well as ours isn't the same as yours. But when you have that anxiety and understanding that you have to structure your life in such a way that allows you to cope with situations better. I know I, Jesse, I mentioned to you that starting this new job, I've been so overwhelmed and, you know, Jennifer, I, I will pick at my skin or my fingers or something as my anxiety level is through the roof. And Mm -hmm. my husband will like smack at my hands and he'll say like, you know, stop doing that. You know, your fingers are bleeding and you know, you don't have anything to pick. And I just tell him like, you don't understand the level of anxiety that I have is like something I can't explain Mm -hmm. and getting back on my healthy eating and getting back into some sort of workout regimen and going back to the gym has helped a lot. And I told my husband, it's silly that I went and got like fake nails put on, but I had to find a way to stop picking because I needed to control the situation and knowing that everything was kind of spiraling in a way out of control. I needed to find other ways like you speak of to and I've noticed that coloring and coloring books, either children's coloring books, yeah, those that has been a very good way to cope with things. That it helps calm me because I don't have to focus on something that's super stressful. I can focus on just you know the the rhythm of moving the pencil back and forth or moving the crown back and forth. So you find those hobbies, if you will, like, you know, journaling helps you, mm-hmm. you know, walking every day is making sure that you have your life in a way. And so I think it's really powerful to, to let people know that even though your journey isn't the same as mine, anxiety can be worked through in, in a multiple, you know, multitude of ways, but it's crazy how similar we all really are in each oh, yeah. journey even though they're very different paths. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because listening to you talk, I'm like, oh, it sounds like me. I feel like, <laughs> you know, and that's like in the cancer world, I just got really frustrated because I felt like every time I went in and telling them my level of anxiety or whatever, yeah. they're like, here's this medication that we're going to put you on. But I needed to find a way. I did the medication for a little while, but it was affecting me more negatively. So it wasn't the right medication, right? Yes. And when you're on- Yes. The cancer stuff, you can't take all those other, I don't know, they wouldn't prescribe me other ones. So it was just this specific one mm-hmm. um, because of all the other side effects I was having. They would have made those other side effects way worse on those other medications. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. And I can totally speak to like not necessarily finding the right medication the first time around. And sometimes it takes some playing around 
And, and same with like counseling, like you might go to a counselor and it might not be a good fit and you might need to play around for a while before you can find that person that jives with you. And that is like, when you come out of that session, like you feel like so much lighter and so much better and you have tools to work with. Can I just- You know, one tool, I was going to say my therapist, Jesse and, and Jennifer real fast is that she, I know people on the podcast can't see my hands, but like at night, my brain- just continues to go, you know, and it's hard to shut off. And so she would tell me if my therapist, if you move one part on the right side of your brain, and then something else on the left side of your brain, it makes you calm. So I will move my fingers back and forth on each hand, just Mm -hmm. very lightly. And so that makes my brain go from right side to left side. And it just doesn't allow me to hyper focus on a topic. So it calms me and I go to bed really fast. Good. I know that sounds really weird, but no, <laughs> but it's weird, right? But if it works, yeah, you gotta you gotta do what works for you. No, yeah, <laughs> that is the neatest suggestion I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Maybe not ever, but that is really neat. I was just going to say, even though nobody can see our hands, can we get a raise of hands of who here is on a anxiety or depression type of prescription, like? Oh, three out of three. So this is a very natural, normal thing that happens. I don't know if I can say natural or normal, but it is not uncommon. No. Together in this battle for mental health. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I will say that I tried everything natural I could to try and make the anxiety go uh, go away. And it just never did. And I truly have a chemical imbalance. After I was on my medication for a while and I tried to come off because I thought, oh, I'm doing great and everything's fine. And like my my lifestyle at the time, there wasn't really anything crazy come do, going on where I felt safe enough to wean off. And like, it was just, I was just not, my my life was just not the same. And so I know for me personally, this is something I'm going to need to be on for the rest of my life. And I'm all about health and advocating for like doing things naturally. And that's why it took me so long to want to actually take a medication. And it took me until getting rock bottom until I was like, okay, I like something needs to happen here. And it, and in the past, like I had tried medications that were not good fits for me and that I felt like a zombie. So if there's anyone listening that is hesitant about trying medication, I completely understand that. But I also want to say, if you do find the right one, you will know and your life will be so much better, better than you think you could imagine it could be. I think it's such a beautiful thing and not enough people talk about it. This is the hard part about having that this is an audio podcast because Brooke and I are just like shaking <laughs> our heads like, oh my gosh, can I get a hallelujah on that? Yeah. Yes. Seriously, 100%. Yeah. And and a medication should not change who you are. It should make you who you truly are. Like, you know, it's not changing you. It's making you who you really are supposed to be. That, that version of you is going to come out, if that makes sense. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And it could even be something, you know, because I do feel like we were just having this conversation at at a work lunch the other day is that so so many times, you know, there are so many doctors that are like, oh, you're ADHD or, or our son is ADHD and they're they just label you as that but anxiety and depression can resemble so much thing so many things like ADHD. So it's really hard to get a, a solid diagnosis unless you go to a good, and I think that's why they label the medications, anxiety, depression medications, because 
things are so similar in that realm of anxiety, depression, ADHD. So it could be something, maybe not an anxiety medication that you need, but it could be a mood stabilizer. There's other medications out there that if you try, you know, the the five or six anxiety, depression medications, and if they don't work, you can try a non, you know, a non-stimulant uh, ADHD medication, or you can try a mood stabilizer that they might use for maybe somebody who's bipolar in a way, but it helps you better. There's different avenues to go. So I feel like just because you might try certain medications, you need to search, you know, continue to research and see what that chemical imbalance really is like in your brain and see if you can get more in-depth answers. Cause I feel like doctors just kind of start with the basics and then throw some at you. Cause I know I tried several and they made me feel like a zombie or they yeah. made me eat and I gained 30 pounds, you yeah. know? So it was like, it could just be the dosage. It could be the medication. It could yep. be, you know, anxiety medicine is what my son needed, but they put him on a mood stabilizer. And honestly, that was better than any anxiety depression medication he could be on, yeah. you know? So it, it just depends on the, your situation, but just you know, if you try a few and they don't work, don't stop there, I guess is where I'm going with that. Yeah, there's absolutely there's other routes that you can take. Yeah, that's fantastic. And if you do have anxiety, if you do have depression, if you have ADHD, bipolar, you are supported and you are loved. I think that's yeah. really the underlying message through all of this, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where Jennifer really comes into play is because she's like, I know I felt so good in this. And so I've created a product to share with others so that you feel like you are wrapped in love. Yes. So I do want to hear just a little bit more about your product because this is the, I mean, Jesse's mentioned it a couple of times, but so you've given just a little bit of your backstory, but talk to me more about why you came up with Blanket. Um, what kind of brought on on that section of your life? Yeah. So, well, I've always been a creative individual from the time I was little. I've always been drawing, illustrating, creating things. And so, like I had said earlier, one night when I was in my apartment, like I was all alone crying. Like I felt like my life would never be normal. And so wrapping myself in a blanket was the thing that made me feel comfort in that moment in time. And in the back of my head, I thought, Gosh, you know, if I ever do get to a point where I feel good again, I'd really love to share this, but put my spin on it with my designs and like uplifting typography, quotes, beautiful images that would inspire other women to help them know that they're not alone. Because I gosh, I think it's just like the most lonely feeling. People mm -hmm. don't understand you or what you're going through or a doctor doesn't doesn't help you with where you're at, or I've had a lot of like really bad bedside manner with doctors and just like mm -hmm. dismissing things and it's all in your head kind of things. Yeah, in that moment, I truly heard the word serenity blanket in my head, however woo-woo that sounds. And from, from, you know, over 10 years ago now, I've had that idea and I just wasn't sure how to make it happen. But I turned 39 this year and I was like, I need to do something. I would really like to give back. And so this is how I'm doing it. I'm utilizing my, de my design skills in a different avenue. And so far, the feedback that I've been getting has been really positive. And I think when I see people on Instagram who have gotten the blankets and they are showing me pictures of themselves wrapped in them, using them, opening up their packages of the blankets. Like I legit started bawling when I saw people <laughs> do these things because 
this is something that's been on my heart for so long and it's doing the thing that I was hoping it would do. And that is inspiring women to keep on going and to move forward. You know, I had one woman who is also dealing with cancer. Her friend or my friend's name is Miranda and she was having a really cruddy day. She was stuck in bed, but she heard that her serenity blanket got delivered in the mail and she got up out of bed and walk to that mailbox and open that package and the smile like you could legit see the spark come back into her eyes because in that moment she was like okay because her blanket said you got this and she just really needed that message that day and it's the gift that keeps on giving because you can wrap yourself in that anytime that you need that extra boost right so it's so fulfilling for me to personally see the changes that happen in, in women. And that's what motivates me to keep going forward and continuing to coming up with more blanket designs and setting up a Shopify store. Like I'm in the process of you can order blankets now through Instagram by contacting me. I have a form you can sign up, but I am in the process of launching. I'm trying to launch a store at the end of this month because it's great time with like the change of seasons. People are going to be wanting to be snuggly and warm with blankets. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just been, I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants and kind of just seeing what happens and winging it. <laughs> so far, it's been pretty good. That's fantastic. Well, I think that's amazing. Absolutely. I have to say and throw it out there. I admire the bravery as well. Like I would be like almost letting the fear stop yeah. me because oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who, who to contact, what to do. Like, how do you take those steps in moving forward and being so brave, knowing that you have this message and taking the next step or going to that next level? Well, truth be told, that's also another reason why it's taken me so long to get this um, off the ground. Because really, if you want, you can make every excuse in the book of why you can't do it. You know, I'm a, I'm a mom. I have a full-time job already. Um, you know, like, I don't know how to, how to have the blankets made. How do I ship these things? Like, you could come up with every excuse in the book. But to me, I have to get out of my own way, out of these fears, because there are people out there who need the blankets. End of story. Like, there are too many people hurting. There are too many people going through tough things. They need to have some hope and they need encouragement. And so I need to get out of my own way and I need to just create and know that they will get to the people that they need to get to. That's amazing. Do you have one with you? I can see. Sure. Hold on. This one is the everything will be, I can't really see, but everything will be okay. Oh, wow. That is and then it's beautiful. Got the Sherpa on the back and it's the velvety minky stuff on the front. So you just wash it in your washing machine on with cold, cold water and then put it in the dryer on low heat. And it just gets more fluffy every time you wash it. The Sherpa yeah. gets, yeah, super fluffy. Big too. That's oh, a yeah. big it's, blanket. It's a, queen it's a queen size blanket. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole point is so you can wrap yourself in them. Um, yeah, and so then I, so often you get blankets that are so tiny, they just cover your legs. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, these are queen size, but I also will be offering um slightly smaller sized if there's like, you have a niece or like a little sister or uh, somebody that, you know, wants a smaller size blanket. Those will also be available as well. How are you finding these people? Well, the inspiration comes through people that I know in my own life through people that I meet on Instagram, through stories that I hear of family members, you know, people in my 
like coworkers, people going through things. I just am naturally an empathetic person. I've always been that way. And so when someone tells me their story, like I physically feel it. I don't know what it is, but I just, there's every ounce of me that just wants to help and make that person feel comfortable. Because I know in my times where I've had really bad anxiety growing up as a kid, there wasn't that person or that thing that could help calm me down. And so I always swore that if there was someone going through something really hard and they felt uncomfortable, like I wanted to be the person that would make them feel comfortable. It's amazing. You have a soul of gold. Is that a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I wanted all of the pain and all of the fear and all of the garbage that I went through to not be for nothing. You know, like I wanted to use it, use it as my fuel. I think Brooke and I get that because here we are mm-hmm. doing a podcast. Like mm-hmm. we're not doing this for nothing. These mm-hmm. mountains can be moved and we're showing people how they can be moved. Yeah. Yeah. And like I told Jesse in the beginning, it's like, even if we just touched one person's life, yeah. if we just changed one thing about someone's life it doesn't matter what they're going through it doesn't even have to be cancer you know if they can just realize that there's other people out there going through something as you know as cliche as that sounds you know if somebody can look at my life and realize that theirs isn't that bad then that's what I really hope they take from it because it doesn't really matter what you're going through my situation isn't any better than somebody else's or any worse than somebody else's we all have stories that bring us all down similar paths for a reason. So I think it's really important that you share that, you know, with everybody that you possibly can. So I will be ordering one of your blankets, probably very, very, a lot of them, I would say, because I have so many people, I feel like this would, you know, encourage and motivate. I'm excited. Yeah. Where do you get your inspiration for your designs? Like, and will there be a boy version coming out? Because I got little boys that <laughs> need to be made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now launching, I'm I'm all about women. My my designs are definitely more like feminine, flowy kind of thing. So that's kind of where that comes from. I'm inspired by like motivational quotes that that I see that are that feel uplifting to me. And then, like I said, I just have always had this creative side to me, and so I just. I like to make things look pretty. <laughs> so I find things that I think are beautiful and kind of intertwine and put my own twist on things. But also I love hearing what, if people are like, oh my gosh, you should make a blanket with this saying, or I have this person who could really use something with this. Like I love hearing these ideas or what other people think might be good and helpful because like I said, the more people that I can reach, the better. Because also what's really great about the blankets um, and the Serenity Blanket Company is that every blanket that's sold part of those profits will go to donating to more women in need. So blankets will be donated um, from every purchase. How cool. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. So inspiring. Thank you. I just feel like revved up, like, let's <laughs> go bless people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Jennifer, though, I do want to call you Schmidt. Because <laughs> on New Girl, there's the guy, his last name is Schmidt. And that's. <laughs> the only name that we know him by. So Schmidt, appreciate you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're just absolutely incredible and beautiful inside and out. And I can't thank you enough 
for this message and product that you are sharing that comes in love, just full upliftment and just pure love. And I just think that is absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that here with us on this podcast too. Yeah, of course. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you do. You're so welcome. Thank you. We will talk to you later and go have a fabulous day. Thank you. You as well. Yes. Bye. All right. We'll see ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help uplift others. When you rate and review this podcast, it makes it easier for others searching to find us. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and share with someone you think could benefit from these bald babes. Have the best day ever. Oh.